0: Let's go ahead and get started here. So, random button. Let's get. started you going to keep bringing the
1: awesome?
0: You are listening to the Freelancer Codex, a podcast brought to you by the
1: Shut Up and Respawn Network.
0: Welcome freelancers to episode 144 of the Freelancer Codex podcast. I am your host, Steve. Along with my co-hosts, Michael and Devin. Mike, Devin, I'm glad that you are with me today. Today is October the 15th of the year of our Lord 2020. There are 26 days until the Xbox Series X launches. There are 28 days until the PlayStation 5 follows suit. There soon after. There is, thanks for the follow echo. We really appreciate it. 2020 ends in 78 days. That couldn't come soon enough, that's for sure. And Stormlight Archive Book 4 launches in 30 days. That's really the thing that um, I'm looking forward to the most is um, Rhythm of War by Brandon Sanderson. Cyberpunk in 35 days. Oh, guess what? Cyberpunk also coming to Stadia day and date. That is huge. Congratulations to all you Stadia owners. You don't have to wait in line to get a console. You get next gen. That's why they have to crunch. You're thinking they're crunching because of that? Phaedrin is excited that uh, Stadia is in Cyberpunk. Do you think we know, the, do you think we we know, know the only the
2: owner? people that use Stadia?
0: Um, I know two of them. We know Rick and we know Phaedron. So there's two of them right there. Godfall launches in 28 days. Yes. And everyone, welcome to this episode. All right. So a couple of things before we get into the meat of the subject here. I would like to thank all of our patrons for supporting the show for as long as they've been doing that we really really appreciate it we appreciate julius nathan b michael r Trent b man and still scout 69 dragonheart 76 jeffrey h the gameplay experience and rz okay and if
1: you if you are supporting against your will blink twice and we will come and rescue you
0: um, if you want to continue to support us, you can do that over at patreoncom slash you Give us a dollar that way, and you can get access to our pre-show, 15 minutes of us rambling and talking about nonsense. Today, we were talking about flights, the God of Fertility, Cocapelli, and a bunch of other stuff. So, if you want access to that really yeah, cool stuff, you just can do that.
2: give it away. What?
0: <laughs> yeah, we're not going to just give it away. All right. So, I think, and I don't really know how. Let me let me do this first. We have a Discord community. Will there be a link in the description of this YouTube video? There'll be a link in the podcast um, RSS feed. Go join our Discord, talk about video games, talk about a lot of different things. So today's going to be kind of different. I've been kind of um, struggling with how to approach this subject, whether we want to get into video game news first and then have the announcement at the end. But I think it's probably better if we have this announcement at the top of the show. So Really? Yeah, I think it's better if we have it at the top of the show. Um, So, yeah, let's do that. So, I'm going to kick the time over to Devin to make an announcement. Devin? Mike has joined Bungie Studios. Um, (laughs) Uh,
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Because I'm
1: the one most qualified to do that.
2: (laughs) No. Um, Yeah, so today, after a lot of thought and prayer and... And the things I've decided today is my last day, uh, on the podcast. So, um, it's been, yeah, I don't even know. You know, it's like, uh, it's been a great, what have I been doing this? Three years now, almost three yep. years. Three and, years. and, uh, yeah, so I just need to direct my path in a different direction and, um, yeah, nothing negative, nothing, no problems. Just, you know, I got to gotta go a different direction for some reason. I don't know.
0: Are we, are we holding but, you back, Devin? Is Are Mike and I just like throttling you down? You got to break away? Is that what's going on here?
2: No, no, no. I won't be doing any other podcasts or anything else like that. I just, you know, mostly need to focus on work and family and whatever else is coming my way. So, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it is a, it is a long, difficult decision. And, uh, you know, how do you say goodbye to something that you love and something that's part of who you are? And I don't know, but today is that day, and I've approached it uh, unwillingly, but it is here. So,
0: yeah, that's what I've got to say Um, about that. So I would like to say, thank you for the time that you did give us to the podcast. It's a big commitment to be on the show for three years. It's not, I think it's it's easy to be like, hey, you show up for an hour, you record and then you're out. But there's a lot that goes into the show. There's a lot of extra time that is spent on a podcast of uh, prep time, you know, talking about things like researching everything that's coming out. Um, so it's not just like hey you show up one hour a week and then that's it, right? Or else or else lots of people would do it because that sounds easy. So <laughs> I would like to say thank you for your dedication for the three years that you have been on. Um it's been a lot of fun. I mean like so like give me your like your highlights of the show. Like what's your favorite part of the show? Well Mike, do you have like a party happening in your house?
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: they're they're celebrating my exit is what it's
0: called. <laughs> well, I
2: don't
1: have anything happening in my house i apologize right, if you can hear so stuff
2: going out of my house. um
1: yeah there's sorry you know, highlights
2: i mean we got to go to got to go to e3 get to go to the uh ea play get behind the scenes pass you know cool stuff like that got to talk to a lot of developers and, uh, uh, a lot of dreams came true and good road trips sleeping in uh, great hotels
0: it, the hotel was not that bad Like every time we bring this up You guys are like complaining about the hotel that I booked But it really wasn't I, that bad
2: I said it was great I didn't complain one bit <laughs> um, No it was it was amazing I've had uh, the time of my life Honestly
0: um, So yeah. e- Echo Thief in the chat says Devin you're my favorite part of the Freelancer Codex Sad to see you go But I respect for your choice I will continue to support the podcast. Echo Thief, we really appreciate it. We are all sad to see Devin go as well. Um, Phaedron asks, where did you guys stay? So, so, let's see. How many times did we go to E3? We went to E3 twice, right? So, the first time Devin booked the hotel. And the hotel was... No, I said the first time. Remember the first time? Like, you had the hotel already picked out. You and Paige were going to stay there. So, we just, like, booked one at the same place. So we got there, and that hotel was nice. It was a little bit farther away from the Palladium, but... I forgot all about that, yes. And, th- and that, that hotel was okay. I mean, it wasn't the nicest ho- hotel either. So when I booked it, we got a place a little bit closer. It was only about a mile away from where EA Play was happening. I mean, like, if you if you got past mm-hmm. the mice and you got past the mold in the shower, like, it really wasn't that in bad. the neighborhood, eh. I mean... Yeah, so if you got past all of that, considering I mean, it was like right there, like you could walk to E3 and we were ready to show. It was a, it right was a room show.
2: with a locked with the door
1: that locked, right? So <laughs> you could
0: you could walk, but we never did. Yeah, I mean, we should, like if if I knew I, that we, we would never once. walk, we
1: walked one place, and Devin's like, "My feet are hurting. Mike's walking too fast. You can't oh walk like this anymore. I, like, you know, we I have to so- Uber now." <laughs> I
2: said you can walk. I'm gonna take a car. So (laughs) when you walk at the speed of a car that's driving, I can't, you know, keep up.
0: (laughs) Devin, chat says your mic is a little bit low. Um,
2: no shot. It's up here.
0: (laughs) Well, move it closer to your face. I'll
2: turn the mic up for you.
0: All right, chat will tell you if that is that is good enough. So yeah, so how's that, that? I mean. I mean, do you want to talk about it more? Like, or, or are you good? And that's like, we're, are you going to be like gone forever from podcasting? Is there ever a chance of you coming back on the show when you like have a minute or? I don't know. It's a lot of
2: un- unknowns, right? Um, I wouldn't mind coming back on, you know, on on occasion. But for right now, it's, it's uh, I got to figure out where I'm supposed to go or what I'm supposed to do instead. So I don't know yeah <laughs> um but yeah no i mean I, we could talk about it more but you know i don't want to cry so i don't want to talk about it
0: i mean that's what brings in all the clicks is uh you crying and then we get to um you know so you have to re-explain it because rusted says he missed it so he had the he, rusted <laughs> bought the wrong kind of coffee so he had to go get make a cup of coffee and he missed it but devin is leaving He's the show just waking up yeah so
2: no i yeah, i am leaving the show uh it's uh Steven's fault. He hates me. Um, That's good. Uh, No, uh, yeah, it's been a a tough decision for me and I just need to focus uh, in other areas in my life, you know? And I don't know. Just got to figure it out.
0: All right. So with that, I think we'll jump into the news and we can just kind of see if we can move on from here. So we'll let Kiana like, bring us in. I don't know. I don't even know how to do this now because this is just like weird. All right, so sorry. I'm gonna like talk for a little bit. I'm Why did you do- make it weird? No, it is weird. This <laughs> it's, it's not like weird that you're leaving. It's like, like I I am I am whatever you're gonna do next. I I'm happy for you. Whatever that's gonna be. Um, but it's like we we've been talking video games for the last three years, like every week, and it'll be weird mm-hmm. to not have you here. And yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, it's
2: yeah. I don't know what to say, you know. <laughs> anyway, you gotta make a difficult decision and change your life and you just gotta do what you gotta do. So
0: Yeah, that's
2: I watched Stephen and Mike rise into yeah. the stardom of online personalities. Yeah. I'm like, that could have been me yeah. but I left.
0: No, but that's like, I mean, now it's like, well, how do we restructure the show? What do we do? And that's got to be something that we're going to have to figure out now. And I since so like, hmm. it's been, yeah, it's been a little bit of shock. I think that's what it is. Like I was trying to, I was trying to describe it and I was like, I, and usually I don't have much emotion anyway. So, I'm like, maybe this is why, like, when people are in shock on TV, like, everyone just hands them a blanket because they don't know what to do when they're in shock. They're like, I don't know. Here, hold this blanket. Put this blanket around you. And, like, you just know, they could something have been... That... Yeah, something yeah. to keep you busy anyway. So, we're going to have to figure that out. We, And, like, yeah, if ever you want to come back on, you can come back on and we can chat and...
2: Christmas special,
0: right? Uh, maybe <laughs> we do have a... Um... We do have a uh, year-end show that we had planned, so we'll see if that's something that you want to join us on. And we have a couple other people, a couple other developers that wanted to jump on for that, and we'll see if you want to be there. And yeah, Russet says, Mike agreeing to the comment from Steve about lacking emotion. Yeah, and that's something that I struggle with. So, um, You don't struggle lacking emotion. You're pretty good at it. Sometimes I think I should have more emotion, but sometimes it's just like we all
1: think so, but but sometimes robots aren't programmed like that and they're just they just have their default settings. Maybe we didn't upgrade your ROM or something.
0: You didn't update my ROM?
1: I don't think so. I don't think so. Is it, I mean, so yeah. So so Steve is beside himself and Devin is is definitely conflicted a bit cuz he can, you know, super articulate what's going on, but but such is life. I mean, could it happen any other year but 2020? This has been a rough year for lots of things and, and it's going to continue to be rough. And, and as we try to move on and, and pick up the pieces that we do have when Devin leaves, cause, cause it's no secret that he is a, a very large part of the show and, and so one of I the originals. My... What's going on? <laughs> and one of the originals and, and, and not only like, so, and I, I know you all probably have understood this from, from the way that we talk and the things that we do, but but Devin and Steven and I have been a group much longer than this show and and have, you know, Devin and Steven worked together for many years. Um, and so we've been at barbecues, we've been at family gatherings, we've been at birthday parties. Um, there's many interactions where we will still have. It's not like you're leaving, right? You're not going away. We're not deleting your contact out of our phones, right? We're still
2: We'll see if we're I get invited to next year's barbecue. We'll see. We're still <laughs> talking <in> and <laughs> sharing so We'll still year.
1: talk to each other. There wasn't one this year. Um, <laughs> there wasn't. Um, you know, so so it's going to be rough. And as we move on from here, it's going to be interesting to see what happens and and how to pick up the pieces and and where to go. I mean, this is like this is like when the Red Ranger had to leave, and and all that was left were
0: the other Rangers, um,
1: Green and yellow and black
0: your analogy is spot on mike
1: (laughs) so i mean well yours was better when steve and i were talking about it um but you know what we're going to be sad to see you leave um but again i mean like i said we we assume that you aren't moving because we haven't seen any moving trucks but but it's going to be it's going to be interesting and and we're going to still stay in the loop we're going to talk about each other's xboxes we're gonna we're gonna see all the kinds of stuff that we're playing and we'll still talk there, so it'll be good.
0: It'll be good. And we do have stuff to cover tonight, don't we, Steve? Uh still in the Discord, Devin, I assume, or put in the Discord I I well. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. And I and I think like it's it's something that we don't ever really talk about on this show just because we've kind of made it a point not to. But um like the three of us are we're very religious people. Like, we believe in faith. We believe that, you know what, sometimes you're called to do something that was not planned on. And that's something like we, it's something that people don't talk about on podcasts because like, it's not the popular thing to talk about that you're, hey, I believe in this thing and I have this faith that seems so, that seems like a magical concept to a lot of people. And it's something that's made fun of a lot um, in a lot of the circles that we frequent and game journalism and stuff like that but i mean that's a big part of our lives and so you know we believe that hey people if you feel like you've been called to do something else or called to you know you you go and you do that and you support people that that have that it's not something like hey you know i hate you for leaving and ditching us so i don't know i we support you man you'll we'll be there you'll be here and our kids will play minecraft together and it'll be great indeed i don't know what to say i'm gonna play i'm gonna push a button
2: all right i gotta talk to you about something
0: this just in that's our codex podcast looking for a third (laughs) chair Please submit resumes to FreelancerCodex at gmail.com. Devin, will you take our first uh, news story, please? Yes,
2: first news story of the day. Amazon uh, Crucible is shutting down, right? You might have heard rumors, uh, but you haven't heard it until you've heard it here. All right. So that's just how it goes uh, with the news. It's not true until you hear it from the Freelancer Codex podcast.
0: It's true now. Uh,
2: (laughs) Amazon's free play team shooter Crucible is shutting down on November 9th, 2020. Uh, just months after its official launch in May, uh, the Crucible team shared their final developer update and discussed what led to the decision uh, following the team pulling the game back to closed beta in July. All right, they had issues. It launched. It did not receive good reviews. Um, and so they put it back into closed beta. Right, They were going to do some changes, but um, that just didn't work out. You know, Amazon wants them to focus on uh, their MMO, right? So everybody that's working at Amazon Game Studios is now working on that MMO. New so, World,
0: New World Order, yeah, new yeah world. it's New World. Yeah.
2: So we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, Amazon has spent billions of dollars to try and get to get into the gaming market, and um, yes. Um, and yeah so i was like what's that nice sorry but uh so we'll see you know how it works out for them they have their new newly announced streaming service which i haven't heard anything about since they announced it um so yeah i don't know (laughs) i don't know if that's gonna go anywhere
0: um i think luna will probably get some traction just because as big as amazon is i think it'll i don't it's really hard because when you think of Stadia and when you think of Luna and you think of things like XCloud, like the biggest news we've heard out of Stadia in recent time is that they're going to get Cyberpunk Day and day, which is a big win for Stadia because that'll allow a lot of people to play that game at high, at very high settings. It'll be at 1080p, putting on your bandwidth. Right, it'll be at 1080p, but they'll still be able to do that. But it's weird that you know Crucible came and it went, and that's how fast that decision was made. It was made very very quickly and you know that can either be seen as like a strength or it can be seen as a weakness because maybe some other studios would try to like stretch it out for another year and then the game would just be like you know being drugged along when it's like hey let's kill it let's move our team let's refocus and let's go over to this thing so i don't know if this is good or bad but like it's just crazy how quickly it happened and I you know, I look at things like Artifact, the card game that came out of Riot. Was it out of Riot? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was out of Riot. Someone correct me in chat if I'm wrong, but Artifact was the card game that launched. It had a really bad business model where you were buying cards, it died, they put it into the think tank, and now I don't think that game's ever coming out again. But um <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's it's very interesting that that thing came and it went. And like I, and I think because I was like, Crucible? Wait a second. Which one was Crucible? Um, because I couldn't even remember exactly what Crucible looked like. Because I got it mixed up with like what Valorant is. It like,
2: like a, yeah, it was like a mix of shooter. Um, it was kind of supposed to be like... What's that game from Blizzard? Um, uh, Overwatch. Hero Shooters. Overwatch. Yeah, so- yeah, it was like Overwatch. a mix of Hero Shooter Hero and shooter. something else. Yeah, like Valorant. Yeah. And I mean, it was Iron Galaxy, right? They... They purchased them after they were making Killer Instinct, and so then Microsoft had to scramble to find a new developer to work on Killer Instinct.
0: And that was and Double Helix,
2: been... yeah, and that was Double Helix. And so, but they they switched to making them use the Lumberyard, which is basically the Amazon's version of CryEngine, which they bought the, the license for um, from CryEngine because uh, CryTech because they needed money because uh, they were bleeding money left and right. So, um, but yeah.
0: I mean, and it just goes to, sh- it goes to show you like how difficult it is because there was Crucible. There was um, the game The Cycle, which was like a PVE battle royale type game that came out also. That is, I mean, that game is still live. I don't know how popular The Cycle is. Um, I think it just had a recent update. But I mean, it's, it's really a crowded market and it's hard to make a game that really sticks around and pops. I mean, we see games like Fall Guys was here and it was like big and that's starting to taper off. And then Among Us, a game that released like two years ago, like is super basic graphics. That thing's hot right now. I don't know how long um, Among Us is going to be sticking around, but it's just like things move so quickly. And when you have giant, massive games like this and it's like, how do you get your return on investment? And if it's not happening, it's not happening. Like, I wonder what they're going to do with Marvel Avengers. I mean, they just released a new update that has a lot of quality of life um, stuff. We can talk about that later. So the next thing I wanted to talk about, um, let's talk about Baldur's Gate 3. It just kind of made me laugh that um, Baldur's Gate 3, Larry and Studios, put out a post saying like, hey, we built you this massive character customization tool, and you guys are all making the most generic, boring-looking characters. Like, what is wrong with you? And it just got me thinking, and the question that I wanted to pose to you and to chat, it's like, do you have your developers spend all this time, all the money making this feature cuz it's not like an easy feature just like hey, go make a character creator, right? And then players yeah. don't even use it? Like is that something like we have to have this or they'll hate us? But if we do make it, no one's going to use it. So is it like a, you know, a lose-lose situation that they have to spend the time on there? Is character is is tricky is customizing your character even something that you guys care about?
2: Um, I do. I think it's pretty fun to do, right? like that's one of the things I'm looking forward to to doing in Baldur's Gate three. Um again I just have to have the time to play it. But I think um for a lot of people it's like right now because it's in early access and none of that transfers over. They're just basically like, who cares? You know, just making a character, you can make a character. I mean obviously it's important because they interact and they're in the cutscenes and those kind of things. Um But, I mean, I don't need to be, like, crazy or anything else. It's like I like to make a character that I think looks good, and whether that's male or female or whatever. It's like if I'm going to have to look at this character, I don't want it to have, like, crazy, whacked-out hair and all kinds of face tattoos and stuff that's, you know, funny to look at for, like, a minute. And then you're like, oh, that's funny. Now I don't really want to keep looking at that. So let's go. (laughs) You know? So... I don't know. And maybe they're just, it's like, who who bought the game, right? I don't know. Uh, who bought Early Access? Millions of so people, like, apparently. Yeah, there's a lot of people that that bought it, but it's like, maybe that's the type of characters that they like, obviously. Well, I guess... <laughs> or they're just like, let's get in and play. Who cares about character creation right now?
0: Yeah, I guess if yeah. you have a million people, that's a pretty big sample size, so your bell curve is going to skew more towards plain, normal, boring when you have that many people, right? That's yeah. just how it's going to happen. So, And then you're going to have people that make the craziest looking stuff and they'll be out on the fringes. And like you said, people that just say, randomize one time and then you go in and then you play. But I just thought it was interesting. It makes you wonder like when people are making decisions, when building games are like, we could build this feature that will take this much money in this amount of time, but no one will use it. But if we don't do it, where people are going to get upset that we don't have a character creator so mike is that something you do because you know when we think of destiny it's like hey you got one chance to make this character and now you're going to play with this robot with this weird uh face tattoo for the next thousands out thousands of hours
1: well um, one of the things that i've always thought that destiny could use is a um for lack of better phrasing just like a barber so that you could go in and like change your hair and stuff um in Destiny, though, I have decided to myself that right, if you choose EXO, you got to stick with EXO, but you can go in and change other stuff, right? But but most games are coming with character customization options, right? That's 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 almost a an industry standard. For I think for for a lot of different reasons. Number one, it's monetization, right? So you you want to you want to look like this? Well, you got to buy this this thing here. You know, my uh, my kiddo wanted me to download Roblox and I, I jumped on Roblox just to see what it was all about because I, I had no idea. And, and and you yeah, you go in, you look at the you look at the options, you know, customize your character. That's like the first screen that you're given. And and you can have this T-shirt. It costs, you know, this much real money, though. And and everything is like that. And that's and that's how everything is in that game. And I don't, I don't say that to be like, you know, this game is is terrible because it's doing this. Like, I get it. That's how that's how most games now are making their money, right? Because uh, it's there, it works. Um, I think of, um, I think of um, Battlefront. Um, it has the, it has the same thing, right? You you buy cards, you you buy upgrades. So that's that's just how it's monetized, and that's how the game is supported. So I guess I don't. I don't balk at it, um, but it needs to be, it needs to be user friendly. It needs to have the ability to do what we want. We harp on anthems a little bit because of the cost of things, you know, wraps costing the same as decals and, you know, not being able to do everything that we wanted there. So, so as a player base, we are kind of funny in the way that, that yes, you, you better have a customization and it, and it doesn't mean a, a customization system and it doesn't mean a whole lot to me, but if you do it wrong, we're going to let you know about it. You know what I mean? So it's, it's funny that that's, that that's kind of how we do. Um, but, but it is what it is. And, and, you know, companies need to put that in their game. And if they mess up, we'll let them know. We'll let them know if they have a bad one. There are many that are good. Um, you know, Anthems has some great spots. Destiny, Destiny has some has some things that could be better. Like if I want to apply a shader to every piece of equipment that I have equipped at one time, there should be a shortcut to that versus having to go in to every piece to do it with. But you know, it, it is what it is, and some people are really excited to be into those menus and look at those characters, those customization options. Um, so. Yeah, I don't I don't have a
0: problem with it. I can't even find the shader menu. So, also, don't let your kids play Roblox. <laughs> Delete that right away. you have been. Good.
1: Yeah, so 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 tangent, right? So so my kiddo is like, "Hey, get this game." And I'm like, "What is it?" And he couldn't explain it to me. No. Like Minecraft, I know what you do there. What is
0: Roblox? Um it's Roblox a place for bad people. There okay, there's so that in the menu. No, no, it's gone. Uh, okay. No, Roblox is, that's, that's is like it's super popular because people it's like a it's very Minecraft Minecraft esque and where you can build stuff, but people also can like build whatever they want and bring people into their rooms. So there's not a lot of like for a kid's right. for kids Luke's age, they probably shouldn't it's like surfing on the internet almost. Where you can just okay, be on there so and you can find a lot of crap. It, so, it could be it could be a little predatory. It can, yes. Um, I think yeah, there's okay. ways for you as a parent to like protect against that. But um, I would, if you, if he's serious about it, like you need to spend like several hours doing some research and figuring out like what you need to do to make that safe for him to play. Right. No, I understand. I understand. Um, or you can just never install it. Yeah. Well,
1: unfortunately, he talked me into it because. Anyway, I need to go in and take it. Yeah,
0: it's like, oh sorry kids, there was an update and it won't launch anymore. Sorry. We're gonna have to wait. Why don't you play this other game? So that's the trick. You know, look over here. That's that
1: is that's the trick you use.
0: Yeah. I like it. I'm all gonna right. steal it. So speaking of Destiny, Mike, do you want to talk to us about the overhauling of a new player experience for this? Yeah,
1: destiny? yeah. So um so we all know that there's um destin um destiny Oh shoot, I just You're lost right. the name. Beyond Light is, Beyond Light? yeah, Beyond Light drops, Beyond Light, Beyond Light drops, uh, November, Beyonce, Beyond Light drops <laughs> no, November 10th, right? And so gearing up to that, the game is going through lots of changes. Content is being vaulted. Um, planets are going away. Things are being different. We're saying goodbye to a lot of characters that we have dealt with for many, many years. Um, we are, we are, so, so things are changing and it's good. It's not a bad thing. Right? The, game is, the game is evolving, the game is growing, and that's how it should be. But because of that, the game is getting big. And it's getting so big, hence the content vaulting. And, and it's getting so big and, and convoluted that many new, um, new players are getting lost in it all. Right, So Devin and Steven and I left Destiny for a while. We came back recently within the last three, you know, three, four weeks. And and when we logged in, our menus were lit up with go here, go here, this quest, that quest. And we were were just, whoa, too much overload to the point where Steve had to turn it off because it was like, you know, sensory deprivation. And like he was just Mm -hmm. going crazy. So what Bungie has decided to do is that they're going to try to help players with this. S- specifically new players who aren't familiar with systems and who aren't familiar with everything that's that's going on, they are going to sort of um help them um get into the game uh, by virtue of having a new character and and I forgot the name of this new character, so let me look it up real quick. It is Shaw Sh- sorry Shaw-han. Shaw Han. Shaw Han. Shahan han uh, we're not what? doing we're not doing that thing again, are we? I'm pretty sure it's Shahan. It's like Han, Han. Han and Han. Oh.
0: Yeah, it depends on how. It's,
1: yeah, I think it's Han and Han. So, so I'm going Shah Han. Maybe it's just like Sean.
0: It's probably just Sean. Maybe. Anyway.
1: <laughs> anyway, so this character is going to be um, not so much maybe a quest giver like we're used to but someone who is going to help us to understand kind of what's going on. A new area is coming, but it's not really a new area. The Cosmodrome is coming back, which I'm a little like, eh, Cosmodrome was never really like, eh, Cosmodrome is what it was. Like, it's just, I didn't care for it much to have it like be brought back in as, and they're trying to give it like a nostalgia hit kind of thing, but whatever. So this character will be there, and they'll be able to help you through things, teach you how to use some different weapons and why to use some different weapon types. Um, For me, like, I stick with the same weapon types. You know, I like auto rifles. I like um, fusion, not fusion. Yeah, I like fusion rifles. I like auto rifles, and I like um, rocket launchers. Everything else, I'm like, eh, like, I'll use it to get bounties. But I, I dislike shotguns. I dislike um, hand cannons. Um, so so this character is supposed to help you like those weapons more, I guess. <laughs> um, you know, with different quests or whatever. Maybe with different missions. I don't know. But anyway, so, the, so this character is going to help you with stuff, teach you the UI, um, teach you how to use your player and use your controller and use everything. And how it works. And the goal is to, again, just get you educated before you start really jumping in into the into the um, tower and start working through. Because, you know, even with Devin and Steven and I going back, there are so many different NPCs that give quests and you have to do certain things for that That it's really easy to get lost in everything. Um, so this is supposed to help. and And it's cool that it's doing it. It's a nice new piece to Destiny, um, and players I think will probably be on both sides of the fence with it. But you know, it is what it is. But you kind of have to do that when your game's that big, and it's a big game. So
2: there's a lot of areas to go. I'm I'm mostly excited about the new release because they're gonna take places away, um, because they say game size or whatever, you know. But I think it's you know if they didn't want to go with it, like getting rid of them you know i think a better way would be to just put them in the background and like kind of gray them out a little bit so it's like the areas that are highlighted in these worlds are areas you should focus on in this mm-hmm. update right and it's you know there's multiple like if you got in you know like we started like you said we started playing i don't know a month ago again and it's like oh we're playing this dlc so it's like okay you're working on this is the expansion you're working on make all the areas that don't pertain to that kind of gray them out or, or darken them and have the planets or different areas that do pertain to that expansion
1: be more, front and, center, more, right? more yeah. front
2: and center right? so it's not like where do I go Where? what are all these icons do I need to talk to this guy do I need to do this and it's like oh let me do this expansion and you can help me by just darkening some of the areas and the other areas will just stand out and it's like yep. oh. and don't throw every kind of, you know, this person has this to do, this person has this to do, and just give us an option to select that. And I think that would help so many players. It's like, Oh, you, we see your returning player. You haven't played. Obviously they can tell when you last logged in. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, which expansion you have, these expansions, which one did you want to work on? Uh, what, Or do you just give me like free play and then everything's lit up, right? Like you can make a choice. And I think that would really help a player instead of like, Oh, go to the Cosmodrome, try and talk to this person, and they're gonna show you different weapons and different things um, that you can do, which I think is still fine. But for those returning players that wanna play the older stuff, which I don't I don't remember what stuff is gonna actually still be there. Um, right. you know, it's like help us get to that and then really once we wanna be on that to focus on that. And I think that would that would definitely help but you know I'm not a I agree
1: user. and and that's a really good idea cuz I mean you it's easy to get lost easy to get lost on what to do and when to do it and how to do it and all that stuff so speaking of notes
0: s- I like your notes yeah speaking good of note. getting lost on things um if you guys were to guess maybe you don't have to guess off the top of your head how long do you think it has been since Marvel's Avengers launched 3 months 3 months I think um, it's been shorter than that. Mike? How many How many months? How many months? Sh- shorter. Shorter than three. Uh, give me a number. Looking for a number. Come in, number. Here we two go. Two and a half. I, I hate know. this game already. It's been, than three. it's been about Just... five, weeks. <laughs> it's been about think five think weeks. It's been about five
1: weeks. I think it's been five weeks. So well, I was well, right. Good job, right.
0: Mike. Well done. It's been about five weeks yeah. since Marvel's Avengers um, has launched. And it has struggled to hold its player base. I think there was less than a thousand concurrent users on Steam the last that I checked. So there's been a very large drop-off from the game. And the developers are excited that and hoping that a new patch that will be coming out, and I think it just released um recently also, will actually bring the player base back. And I'm not I don't I don't want to bring this up to like dunk on a game and be like, haha, suckers. But more like it's it's really difficult right now, especially, to release a game like this and have the issues that it had and to continue to, like, have a following. Like, looters, in particular, are a very difficult game to make and a very difficult game genre to support. And we've seen that over and over again. And it, and it makes me worried, like, as Godfall gets closer and closer, because Godfall a looter as well, and then Outriders also... Like, it makes me wonder, like, are those games going to suffer, like, the same issues that these games have? Like, granted, every game is going to be slightly different, but do you guys just think it's the nature of the looter that there will never be enough content at launch to keep people satisfied because this desire to burn through the content so fast to get the best gear so quickly in order to do endgame content, or do you think it's like, do you think there's some other way a company that is developing a looter can roll out their game to where it doesn't burn out and die like, you know, a meteorite burning up on, on the atmosphere.
1: So, so I think, I think the formula is more than just content, right? So I think back to the division, which, which had some flaws in its systems which which were more overwhelming than the content right because i remember playing division and we were having issues if i remember them right and you guys can correct me but we were having more issues with division systems than we were having with their content because i i don't remember if we got to the end of the content we did we
2: did it was just really horrible end game content um there's really lackluster and there's just like super bullet sponge bosses, you know, that were just not fun encounters. They were like mini they were supposed to be mini raids, right? Like a smaller raid and it just sucked. Oh, was that was the was that the all. okay
1: go through twenty five waves of yeah. uh uh-huh. oh yeah.
2: See yeah, and I think, I think that's more of
1: a yeah, I think that's more of a uh that's more of a systems problem versus a content problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah no. Be, definitely. Worked. I guess that's how I would interpret that. Uh,
2: we were hoping it would be, you know, our new game, Beyond Destiny, because we just got tired of their grind of how they did things, you know. And um, I think it, it it's so it requires two things really, you know, uh, a game people want to play, which Marvel's Avengers that game watch while well, cool on paper, you know, when you have a poor man Avengers characters. Um,, <clears throat> you know like those those aren't the Avengers that's they're they're the Avengers in that video game, but they're not the Avengers that everybody goes to the movies that sells billions of dollars and it's like, yeah, it costs a lot of money to get those actors in and to use their likeness, but how much more would people have bought into it if it's like, hey, these are the people that we like instead of like hey, look at. That guy who's pretending to be in cosplay Thor. Um, I also
0: think Sony has shown us that they can get likenesses really close, you know, without having to uh, actually put Tom Holland's face in the game. I mean, it can get close enough, but they just weren't very close in Marvel's Avengers. Yeah,
2: no, but and then just with the the release of, of having like things that people want to play, you know, those type of games require good cooperative game modes. And Marvel's Avengers just doesn't have it. So
0: do you think it's something that like, there was a lot of buildup before the game launched? there was a lot of their war tables. There was a lot of talk about it. They had a lot of press um, playing the game, putting out, you mm-hmm. know, reviews and like hype articles. Do you think it's something that they like developers just need to not say anything and release the game so that there's as little hype as possible. So people can play the content, not, have this expectation of this and and I think this is one of the the issues I've seen a lot as I've been making godfall videos people saying I want this I want to be able to put thousands and thousands of hours into this game I think that's mm-hmm. an unrealistic expectation to put on looters in general like yeah. there's no other game like except for like a multiplayer mode in like Halo or Call of Duty where anyone would expect to put thousands and thousands of hours into it. Like, I put thousands of hours into Diablo, um, but that's also offline, and you don't really... Like, I never really played that with a bunch of people. That was all just solo play. But I think that expectation is just like... It's an unrealistic expectation to expect to pay $70 and say, when I hit 1,000 hours, then this game has, you know, achieved its... Met my expectations. Met my expectations.
2: I think, you know, to really have the amount of content and everything else, I mean, you could do that, but not with a brand new IP, right? You need to have an existing IP, something that has, I mean, I don't know, I mean, if you did the way you're talking, right, with a brand new IP, and it's just like, here's what it is, you have a killer, like, trailer, these are all the things that are available, but you're going to need, like, five or six years of development time to really, you know, and hundreds of people, not, like... 30 or 40 people you know if you want to create all this content like we we think about like ready player one right whether you like the book or not right the idea of being able to go into this world and do all kinds of things just takes uh a huge amount of people to create that game in that universe right in that world um You have to put a lot of artists, a lot of developers, programmers, all that stuff. It costs a lot of money to make these huge games, and it's got to be a huge risk and a gamble. But I think if you could have that, right? I don't know. I mean, like I said, because by the time you create everything, it's, you know, the systems that you made in the beginning are going to be old. So that's also hard, and that's why, you know, huge studios use, you know, Five hundred, six hundred, over a thousand people to make games like you know Ubisoft with Assassin's Creed and different things. It's like you can't put out these huge you know open world games with uh, the amount of depth that they have uh, every couple of years without putting thousands of people onto making these games. You know, right. um, I mean, you can have hits like you, you mentioned a couple of games that that are hits, but they're not long term. You know, sticking around for forever. It's like oh, it's that the the it game of the moment right like right. everyone's looking for that fun new game you can play and i don't know i mean looter's just definitely you know they require more and it just takes takes time and it's something that you have to one the company has to commit to so it's like okay you need to keep improving the game keep putting out content so even if like borderlands they just announced new stuff for that game um i don't know if it's any good or not like when i played it they didn't have the stuff i wanted Borderlands Three, and so I was disappointed. And I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out when it comes out, you know, on next gen, because I'm gonna play it on Xbox because it's six frames per second now. And so it's it's just like, okay, what do you want to play? How do you compete with the battle royales, the Call of Duties, you know, Fortnite, those kind of things that suck up millions and millions of people? And how do you break away a chunk of that to get five million people or six million people playing your game? Uh, when fifty million people are playing Warzone, you know how do you break away from that? And you can't just put lackluster effort into it and hope that you can get by on the IP or characters. It's like you have to have so many things if you're trying to be a huge hit. It has to have all these things, all these checks. You know, everything's got to be checked off to be able to get it and to be able to continue to get their attention. Um,
1: Yeah, because it has to be be substantive. There has to be, there has to be substance there. You have to have something, right?
0: So, and, and it has to, you have to always be developing for it. You cannot stop. It's not like you mm-hmm. said, we've got this multiplayer done. It's like, okay, we've we made this content. Now we have to be working like three steps ahead. So that they're able to roll out in the pipeline. And we've seen that some studios can't do that. They haven't been able to do that. Like I'm surprised that the looter genre is still something that is continuing. Like when you think of games like World of Warcraft. Like World of Warcraft is massive. I don't know if numbers wise if World of Warcraft is still the biggest. I think probably um, Final Fantasy 14 might be up there. I'm not sure on the numbers. But that game has been going for over, shoot, since and i believe is when it started so that game has been going since then and it's been the king since then and like destiny has been the king of the looters since it launched and there's been looters come and go and it's like well do, should developers just stop trying to make them and like move on to the next thing to where they can like cement themselves in position number one because otherwise it's like you know mobas you've got league you've got dota and the third place is Hero of the Storms. Like there have been so many people that have tried to enter the MOBA space that have failed and that have not been able to penetrate. And I don't think anyone is ever going to so, be able to do that at this point.
1: Well, so and, and I think and I th- and I think if if companies set out trying to make the number one game, they're going to fail. Um, so there's a, there's an author that I read. His name is Simon Senek and, and you may have heard of him, but he, but he teaches about the golden circle concept, right? And he, he studied Apple. Um, and Apple operates by this golden circle, right? Many other companies, many companies say, let's, we are going to set out to create the number one game. But what Apple sets out to do is, is they set out to create the best product. And if the best product then turns into the number one game, so be it. Right, right. And that's why that's why many Apple products are are at the forefront of, of all are at the forefront of the industries that they're in because because the mindset is different. I don't. I'm not necessarily sure um, that that Bungie set out to make the best loot or shooter in creating Destiny, um, but it ended up happening right i don't know if blizzard wanted like set out to make the world's biggest largest online multiplayer game right but then they created world of warcraft and and that turned into what it is um and i think part of the problem and this gets back this gets down to like the the way the companies are designed from the ground up if you set out to make the best thing i think you're going to fall short but if well, I, I, I misspoke. If you set out to make the number one thing, then you're going to cut corners and you're going to make compromises to meet deadlines and stuff. But if you but if you set out to make the best product and it just so happens that it turns into the best thing, I think that's why destiny has been around for so long. I think that's why Halo has been around for so long, right? Because it just works. Right? They're not forcing characters on you, right? Um Master Chief is, I mean, he's synonymous with games. And, and so I, I think there needs to be like a whole retooling of, of ethos. And, and what exactly are we starting out to do?
0: It just you know, got
1: really philosophical.
0: No, there's good examples of that, like Supergiant. And I'll, 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 maybe someday I'll stop talking about Supergiant, but Supergiant is a good example of that. They build their product the best it can be. And that's their goal. And it tends to work out for them because that is the goal. It's not to make the best um, whatever they're making at the time. So, all right. So, Sonic the Hedgehog is coming to Fall Guys. Fall Guys is still game. That costume looks really weird. I'm surprised. Like, all of a sudden, there's, like, a lot of talk about Sonic. And maybe I just missed the boat where Sonic was popular again. I just thought that was weird. Genshin Impact is still very, What's very popular. Um, I have not watched the movie, no. Um, but still, like, it's, not enjoyed it. I, I I know, but it's like Sonic. Like, when did like Sonic hit the Zipe guys of like, "Hey kids, remember Sonic the Hedgehog?" Man, he had a really, he had a lot of bad cartoons. It's back that movie, in the day, man. Too. It
2: just brought him to brought it to the new generation kids. Enjoyed it. It was good enough to keep your attention. After, after they,
1: after, after they had to, months, to re, after they had to change his character model. Yeah, yeah, that was Fine.
0: pretty rough. Yeah, um, Genshin Impact is still very popular, and I. You know, at one point when I was reading about Genshin Impact and the amount of money it was making, I was like, hey, guys, like, I thought we didn't like loot boxes and microtransactions. Like, what's going on here? I did that, like, John Travolta thing, that meme where he's, like, looking around, like, what's going on? I was like, I thought thought we hated people that did this. I thought we, like, almost crucified EA for Battlefront because of this. But this game is, like, making billions of dollars, millions of dollars a day because of their microtransactions. Anyway, um... The PlayStation and Five,
2: like buying all the scantily clad outfits for his women folk. Uh,
0: <clears throat> I might have put five hundred dollars into that game too because of my depression. So the PlayStation Five UI was shown <laughs> off. Um, that thing is out there. You can go see it. They have the startup sound. People were losing their minds about Burger King. Like, I think the UI looks pretty cool. It's like fast and sleek and shiny. <laughs> the one thing I do want to talk about the UI. They have a feature. It's part of the activities feature that when you jump into a game, it will get you give you, sorry. It will give you an estimated time of completion depending on where you are. I think this feature is pretty interesting. I don't know how it works. I don't know if it's based on what other people have done. I don't know if it's like based on what the developer puts in there like this is how long it should take you. But it's almost kind of like a little bit of a spoiler to me like it's like reading a book like a physical book when we used to read physical books and like you're getting to the end and you're like oh man i'm almost to the end like and it kind of changes the way you read that book um changes the way i do anyway i read a lot so it's just kind of one of those things like this is a cool feature it's interesting i wonder if it's something that's going to continue to like be there but yeah congratulations to the playstation 5 showing off their ui we've got ui for the xbox we've got ui for the playstation 5 uh, UI for Godfall. It's like UI for everyone. It's not a UTI.
2: Did you hear about the other feature for the PlayStation Five from the party chat stuff?
0: Tell me about this other feature.
2: Uh, where you can report people in your in your party for bad behavior.
0: Tell me more. So Devin. It's like Tell so me more.
2: your friends are playing and they annoy you, so you can record a clip from your party chat and upload it to PlayStation. to as evidence of their bad language or whatever else has offended you that day. Um, I just thought that was weird. Just like, so we're what, <laughs> you know, so I guess one thing when you get horrible messages from people, you know, um, it's another thing to be like, Oh, can I talk? Is it safe? Is this, you know, open free communication here? Can we talk uh, <laughs> in this party? Or are you going to report me? Cause I say something that you don't like. Um, I don't know. I just thought that was really weird um, that it, you could record something from your party chat and send it to PlayStation to report someone. So I just thought that was interesting. It's like,
0: okay. But, you know. Um, I wonder what the review team is going to look like with a feature like that yeah. or if it's all going to be done by a computer.
2: Yeah. I don't know.
0: Anyway, so that's, don't know. so that's been the news. I'm going to push a button. We masterfully comboed the news right there. All right, so now it's the time that you've all been waiting for: is Steven's stupid game? Get out of here! Hey, before we get to the game, oh,
2: um, I was reminded about books because you talked about books, right? Have you? So I've been reading *To Sleep Among the Stars*, right? The new book. Um, I can't remember his name. He wrote the Aragon series.
0: Oh, it's Patalinsky Pata, Pataton Patatonia. Um the, yep, it is something yeah. like that,
1: yes.
2: Christopher uh, Poloni.
0: Poloni or
2: whatever Poloni. Yeah. No, so it's been really good. Um and I've been really enjoying it. So yeah, I just wanna put that out there. I I don't so they have multiple chapters and then like acts within the book. And so it's like you it could be on chapter one and then you're reading through it, go through these chapters and then it's like all over chapter one again in this part of the book. Huh. So it was very interesting. Um, I guess he already has a movie deal for the book. So hopefully Ooh, it goes much better than the Aragon movie. No. Oh, that was a bad um, movie. That was hot garbage. Um, and that I really mean something that book. coming from Devin. It does mean something <laughs> coming from me. I mean, I'd still watch it, you know, but uh, I was very disappointed in what they did. All
0: right. So and Devin likes the Fast and the Furious series, so it's. You know that? Yeah. Is, there you go. All right. <laughs> and it's all about family. So moving on. I'm going to push it button one more time. That's more motivation than I've ever heard from you. All right. So welcome to this very special edition of Steven's Stupid Game Show, where we play Destiny Weapon or 90s Punk Song. So this is what you guys are going to do. I'm going to read the name of what could either be a weapon from Destiny 1 or a 90s punk song and devin and michael you will tell me what you think it is and then you will score points based on if you were correct and we'll tally that up at the end and we will declare a winner so all right you guys ready do you understand the rules of this game michael do we still have to call out our name is that how we're doing it you do not you will both answer and whoever gets it right you oh will we earn both a point. Up? okay yes so devin okay. do you understand the rules of this game Yes. All right. So, line number one. The name is Fat Lip. Fat Lip. Uh, 90s
2: uh, punk porn? song. Song.
0: Alright. Both answers are 90s punk song. And that is correct. Bonus points if you can name the author or the singer, the author of the song. Singer of the Artist? song. Artist. That's the word. Artist of the song. Wow. Nope. <laughs> um, wait for it. Waiting no, Green part. Day, no, it is not Can't Green Day. It. That is actually some forty-one. So that's one point. It's the a... only
2: punk band, if they are a punk
0: band that I know of. Fair Green Day, no. Yeah,
2: All right, music number... is not my forty.
0: It's not your forty. All right, number two, Anonymous Autumn. Anonymous Autumn, Destiny Weapon or nineties punk song? Nineties punk song. So Mike says. Destiny Weapon, Devin says, Punk Song, Michael is correct. That is actually a Destiny Sidearm. Well done, Michael. Destiny Sidearm. All right. Michael is up two to one. Number two, Apostate. Destiny Weapon or 90s Punk Song?
2: Destiny Weapon. 90s Punk Song.
0: Again, Michael with the point and Devin with not a point. I am actually impressed here. All right. Number, so now three to one, Devin, you've got some catching up to do. What weapon was it? Um, It was a sniper rifle. Apostate was a sniper rifle. Number four, cold denial. Cold denial, like I am in right now. Destiny weapon. Well done for both of you. Point for both of you for the destiny weapon. Cold denial was a pulse rifle. All right, number five, and halfway done with the quiz, cute without the E. Cute without the E. Destiny weapon or so nine punk is it song. Cute
2: when it's cut?
0: Hey, there you go, um, Devin. Punk okay. song.
2: Um, I'll just go destiny weapon.
0: All right, Michael taking the point there, and Devin uh, missing out on the point for cute without the e. That is from Taking Back Sunday. Number six. Number six. Go figure. Go figure. Destiny weapon. Or 90s punk song. Figure it figure Destiny Weapon. Destiny Weapon. Um, that is correct. It is a Destiny Weapon, but it is also another song by the band Everlife, but that's not a punk song. So, one point for each of you. Um, so, tapping me, Mike. <laughs> the score is now 6 to 3. Michael, you have gone 100% on this. So, 1, 2, 3, you know the 4, five, 6. It's, oh, these are <laughs> hidden in a different spot. I guess you could have. All right. Next up is Heels Overhead. Heels Overhead. Destiny Weapon or 90s Punk Song? Punk Song.
1: Ooh, heels Overhead. Uh, I think it's Punk Song.
0: All right. Punk Song it is by Boys Like Girls. So point for both of you. The score is now 7 to 4. Devin, you could catch up if Michael gets all of these wrong and you get all of them right. All right. <laughs> Um the song is the no. I
2: messed up there.
0: So I'm going to I'm going to change this up. I'm going to move it back and I'm rearrange these last three. The name is Holiday. Holiday 90s punk song or Destiny Weapon? Holiday.
2: Destiny Weapon.
0: Yep, Destiny Weapon. That is incorrect. Both of you will take a loss on that one. That is Holiday <laughs> by Green Day, Devin's favorite uh, punk band. As the leader, the i should
2: lose two points.
0: <laughs> because Devin is leaving the show. That's below. how it works, right? <laughs> I'm sure it is. All right. Last two. Stated. <laughs> the last two. Love and Death. Destiny Weapon or 90s punk song?
2: Destiny Weapon. Ooh, Love and Death. Love and Death.
0: Destiny Weapon. All right, both of you score a point for Love and Death, which is a Destiny grenade launcher. Love and Death, the one that I assume that you both used quite often since you knew that one so quickly. No, Destiny I just one. Gallahorn. <laughs> uh,
1: launchers were in Destiny No, nope, this is
0: Destiny 2 also, because so, yeah, grenade
2: oh, launchers. So. No, oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't
0: know when this list changed, but that's where I got to vet my list better. All right. Last one and for the win, win or take all because that's how these dumb games work. Um, seventy times seven, destiny weapon, destiny weapon, destiny weapon, or nineties punk song. And that is a nineties punk song. So because you both missed that last one, I will go ahead and nullify this and we will call it a tie. But really, Mike won. No, Mike won. Eight to eight to five. Devin, Mike. I am surprised by the amount of knowledge you guys have for Destiny Weapons. That's pretty impressive. Seriously? Like, really? You are, though? I am surprised because also, like, like, get this. If you were a band and you had no idea what to name a song, you could go to Destiny Item Tracker, look up any one of those things, and you would have hundreds of titles for your stupid songs. Yeah, but I don't know if you're allowed to do that. um they use yeah i mean it's not like they trademarked every single weapon you can't trademark cold denial that's not a thing you can trademark you can't just trademark a name
2: yeah
0: Uh, i'm gonna trademark steve the name steve no one can use the name steve so i just thought it was interesting because (laughs) yeah every time someone says steve they have to pay me my money but only if it's spelled with a v not that ph crap that they got going on so all right. Every, everyone uh, Hey now, let's not make fun of people. Everyone, thank you for tuning in to episode one hundred and forty four. <laughs> before we uh head out here we'll give Devin the last uh comments, I guess. But before we do that The last word oh, Which is a
1: Destiny Weapon. Destiny also.
0: Weapon, also a song from yeah. the band, um Don't tread On Me um you can find us on where can you find us you can go to patreon.com slash freelancer codex to support us you can find us on twitter you can find us at the discord link in the description below you can write to us at freelancer codex at gmail.com if you want to send in your favorite memory of devin being on the show you could do that we'll read them off next show and yeah until next time thanks for hanging out with us this has been episode 144 devin you want to partying closing words on
2: Closing words, it's been a fun, wild ride. Love you guys. Um, thanks everyone who's joined our community and been along for this crazy ride. It's been a lot of fun chatting with all of you, meeting some of you, having some of you on the show, and uh, geeking out with us about video games and entertainment. So
1: until next time, I'll see you later. Thank you for listening to The Freelancer Codex, a podcast brought to you by the Shut Up and Respawn Network. Follow us at Freelancer Codex on Twitter or Twitch. Send emails to freelancercodex at gmail.com or voice messages to anchor.fm slash freelancercodex slash message. We wish to thank all of our Patreons. We are grateful for you all.